Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we're speaking with Dan, and we're actually coming to you from Aruba, right on the uh, this beautiful southeast shore, southwest shore. Where are we, Dan? Yeah, we are on the the yeah southern shore of Aruba, as it's known, kind of on the southwest side, right here in Savaneta, sleepy little fishing village, former capital of Aruba. Oh, nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. So. You know, one of the things I like most about this lionfish community is everybody talks with everybody. Everyone kind of meets everybody. Everyone wants to help and do something. And Dan and I had some texts going back and forth, and we had no idea that we're both in Aruba at the same time. <laughs> so I got a Small text this world. morning. We're talking. He's like, well, I'm in Aruba. I'm like, you're in Aruba. Uh, let's let's catch up. So here we are. Um doing some cool stuff in the lionfish community yeah serendipity i would say yeah That's so awesome. dan you're working on a project um for analytics and i'm kind of an analytics data geek because uh, it's all about the data as you know um tell us about what you're trying to do or wanting to do or where you could use some help or fill us in sure yeah so i come from the data science world and as somebody who you know, loves data uh, and loves using data to describe the world and inform our decisions, I see an opportunity to take a data-driven approach at better understanding the impact that lionfish have on our reef and using what comes of that to help divers make decisions, including where to hunt and um, better, better understand the, the impact of lionfish hunting, the positive impact that lionfish hunting has on reef health. Right. When did you first learn about lionfish? You know, I think it was back in, maybe it was 2018. No, you know, maybe even before that, 2020. 13, it must have been, you know, around the time when the lionfish problem really kind of exploded in the Caribbean. And uh, I had a friend who is uh, uh, the manager of a dive shop here on the island. And we went diving and he brought a pole spear. It's something I'd never seen before. And so off we went into the reef and we emerged with several lionfish and i was immediately hooked (laughs) i was immediately hooked i mean the thrill of being underwater uh, which i you know i already loved diving yeah and then now having this additional sort of prerogative and this ability to kind of contribute to the health of the reef directly um while while doing something that's this kind of like you know visceral hunting experience right right? that kind of kind of meets that need a little bit you know that was just incredible to me yeah so you know we came back we made some ceviche of course (laughs) and you know i won't say that the ceviche had nothing to do with it i think uh you know i I love to eat as well and uh you know from from that day forward i was uh i was completely hooked that's great yeah Yeah. i've talked to a lot of divers where they love diving, but now all they do is lionfish hunt. You know, you get the best of both worlds. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think as a diver, especially as a frequent diver, 
especially diving the same reefs over and over again, there is a potential to get a little bit, well, maybe bored, right? right, right. Of seeing the same thing over and over again, um, as, as magnificent as it, as it is. But, you know, if you're a daily diver, something, you know, eventually kind of maybe gets a little old and stale. But to have this activity to do right. while you're diving, it adds this other element and it, it almost maybe gamifies the experience. Sure. And I think it kind of reignite, it has the potential to reignite the passion right. for what's going on underwater. Right. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a very addicting uh, sport. Um, I think we hobby, can call it a sport. Yeah, absolutely. Um, pastime. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and it's an important one too. I mean, obviously, if we don't remove the lionfish, we remove the reef, basically. So yeah, yeah. Um, so Dan was looking. He reached out to me and he said I was told by somebody to contact you for data uh, or for some ideas or whatever. And uh, I pushed him over to the app because the app has data that's been collecting for the past year from divers from all over the the world. And when I say world, I mean the four regions, Mediterranean, Caribbean, Gulf of Mexico, and the Atlantic. So um, the Lionfish Patrol app is a good way to see data from other countries, depths, bottom times, you know, sweet spots, all that, um, and reach out to other divers. So um, yeah, and then we texted, like I said, we texted this morning, and here we are talking about it. And couple of data geeks trying to figure out how to make everything better so um, amen and you're doing this just for yourself you're not doing this for a company or yep, or yep. just just for yourself right and to help the industry that's right yeah yeah for me this is a, a pet project right I mean I I work in the world of data you know for my nine to five and uh, you know I, I, I so I have a lot of the tools kind of in my tool belt to to kind of pull this off and, and run some kind of a, an analysis that could be meaningful. And, you know, while I, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, I, I do it, I do it daily for money for large corporations, right. Uh, who are profit driven. I think it's really important to also, you know, give back and, and find more meaningful, uh, maybe more meaningful goals and, and um, try to make an impact. And, you know, I love the ocean and ecology and all that. So here's an opportunity to do that. Yeah, this is kind of one of those all hands on deck situations because um, they're not going away. They're not. They're not. Right. I mean, they're a thousand feet deep. They're coming up from the depths. So, um, yeah, any kind of help that divers can get any kind of help that countries or local cities or towns or dive areas can get, uh, I think the better. So, um, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what kind of information, if somebody was looking to offer up information or data or stats, what, what would you be looking for? Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, I think it starts with catch data, right? Because that's the most uh, salient data that, that people have been kind of keeping track of, right? Uh, just to know, what is caught and and where and when um, and uh, you know observation data would be helpful as well but I think it's very rare that someone would just report observation data yeah and, you know if you're observing you're probably catching depending on who's diving yeah um, and then you know to try to correlate that with reef health I think that paints a really powerful picture uh, you know so you can see okay where there's catch activity, the reef is coming back. 
And that's the hypothesis that we hope to prove. Right. Um, and further to that, right, so that's kind of descriptive, right? Descriptive data analysis describes what's going on. And then you can push that forward and become prescriptive, right? And you can tell divers, okay, well, this region is hot and this is an area where you, you might catch a lot of lionfish or at this time of day we tend to see lionfish behave in a certain way that makes them you know appear in, at this depth at this certain depth so that's the kind of data that we're aiming to uh, crunch right and and i think in the in the scuba community outside of our uh dive watches we we don't always take a data-driven approach right and we don't always leverage technology right we've had kind of a lot of the same gear for for years and years and years while the uh manufacturers would have you believe that their new bcd is the you know greatest thing since sliced bread and it's totally new you know a lot of it is the same and i think i mean what i what's so awesome about lionfish patrol is that you are taking this data-driven approach right and you're, you're you're capturing all that important data and it allows you know, data scientists and, and, and other scientists to kind of put meaning to that. Right. And the, the challenge we had in the beginning was, you know, the science community wanted like 50 questions for divers to answer and the divers aren't going to answer that. They're just not going to, they're not going to give up their GPS. They're not going to give up their, you know, their hunting spots. They're not going right, to, they're right. not going to give you all the data that takes time to sit there and figure it out and enter it. Uh, so when we took this approach, we took it and say, well, how can we get some data that's useful but not go too crazy and burden them with you know time that they're not going to use and then not use the data or not use the app so right, right. um you know There's we don't balance. yeah we don't ask for a ton of stuff and we're we're constantly making it easier so for instance this latest update was when you add you caught x amount of fish well it automatically calculates the weight in pounds and kilograms right or if you add your weight in kilograms because you're wholesaling it'll automatically count pounds and how many fish you caught so we're trying to make it, you know, less cumbersome to use. Just some quick buttons to hit, mm-hmm. and uh, but still get that valuable data. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, the 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 focus on friction reduction, right. Right, right? As you're capturing the data, I think that's very powerful. I think that's the right approach. So, yeah. And, kind of, yeah. and of course, you can get ranked globally, right? Regionally, locally. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to see who your competitors are? Who's beating you? Like by four lionfish, if you just went out today and caught five, you'd be in number one spot. You know that type of thing. So. Yeah, the, the the lionfish hunting community loves that friendly competition. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's it seems like it's uh, you know a natural fit for for the app. Right, and uh, the lionfish community is very friendly and outgoing, and they travel a lot, and they want to meet other lionfish hunters. And I, you know, we haven't seen anything bad about that. People are always very inviting. Come on, we'll take you out diving. We'll, we'll show you. We'll show you around that type of thing. So. Yep, yep. I'm uh, getting on a plane and heading to Bonaire in a few hours, as yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll click around the app and see what I can find. Yep. Any local divers there? Yeah, and we, we encourage the dive shops to sign up for free because we get a ton of emails asking. Like We just got one, somebody from, I don't know, I think like Missouri. They're going to Curacao. Where's a good place to go lionfish hunting? What dive shops are there? And I said, well, get on the app because right. there's some dive shops on there. Right. You know, start where they're, they're using it. So... Um, you know, the app is data on all accounts, businesses, personal observers, people that just have nothing to do with the lionfish industry, restaurants, nonprofits, divers. So we're, we're just trying to, in a fun way, gather the data that we can then give to you for free and help you 
help us help divers find better solutions for lionfish hunting. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, it's all a recipe for success. Yeah, it's not just about the catch data, but it's about the community around it, right? As well, right? So, cool. Yeah. So, awesome. um, how often do you get out lionfish hunting on a yearly basis? Yeah, you know, because you're not in a state that gives you a lot of lionfish opportunity no, hunting. So, no, I'm up in based out of New York City, yeah. and uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I have been diving out in New York, at, in Long Island, there's some, some nice spots out there, but... There's lionfish up there. Yeah. Just not as prevalent as they are right here in Aruba or, you know, in the Keys or that type I've, of thing. I've gone on a few dives. I'd never had, uh, I never had a lionfish encounter up in New York, but yeah. I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Yeah, you know, I, I'd say most of my uh, lionfish diving happens down in Aruba. Yeah. And when I, when I get the chance, you know, I, I, try to, I try to go, you know, weekly... If I can, right? A dive a week is a nice balance for me. Um, I used to pull off the old uh, instead of instead of a lunch break, I take a dive break during work. <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know uh, the good thing about COVID is uh, remote workplace. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And and as tech guys, you and I both, you know, we can as long as we have Wi-Fi, we're we're working. Right? That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. You just need a stable connection and. Uh, you can pull off a video call, well, it doesn't really matter where you are. Yeah. So. so any advice for people that are kind of on the fence of trying lionfish hunting or getting into this community or any advice from somebody who's recently into it? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'd say, you know, it's worth trying, right? Definitely give it a shot. I think the idea of hunting can be off-putting to some, the idea of of killing an animal can be right. off-putting to some um and it's you know it is this as i said before kind of visceral experience right to to to, to kind of take a life and, and catch a lionfish in that way but it, it's just important to remember that there's a bigger picture as well and um it's really for the greater good of the reef right right and if you keep that in mind it's it's kind of it all makes a little bit more sense, right? Yeah. Maybe it's about, in some, in, to some degree, reversing the, the effects of humanity's footprint in that, you know, some theories are that it was, uh, it was human activity that brought the lionfish here in the first right. place, right? Yeah, so. yeah and it's, it's not their fault. Uh, it's not their fault. You know, and, that's, and it is a hard thing to have to kill in order to conserve. Right. You know? Um, it's a, it's a, oh, it's almost like a paradox. Right. On the other hand, it's really good eating. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. The jewelry is beautiful. Yes. Uh, that you can make out of it. Um, and there's some other people that are doing some other things that I'm not going to talk about just yet, but they're trying to do some other stuff with you know to use up 100 percent of the lionfish. Uh, there's leather. People make leather out of the lionfish skins. So there's there's just so much that you can do. And you know we eat fish daily anyway. Grouper, snapper, filefish. You know those types of things. Right. Haddock. So it's just another uh, seafood to eat that's actually more environmentally friendly than grouper and those types of big Absolutely. predator fish. So. Yeah, yeah, far more environmentally yeah. friendly. And what would you suggest to somebody that wants to try to help make a difference in the lionfish world that doesn't know what to do? Like you're you're the IT world, but you want to give back and try to make a difference. What would you suggest to them? Yeah, I mean, everyone has their own skills and talents and uh, to, to sort of 
see what's your calling, right? Know know what's your calling and, and use that to the benefit of the broader community. You know, there's there's there are needs across the board, even if you're uh, someone who works in the world of marketing, right? Maybe you can find a way to get involved with uh, Lionfish organization, help spread the good word, right? Right. Or, you know, like like me, you know, I, I, I lionfish hunt, but I'm also, uh, you know, in, in the world of tech. And, and, you know, if you're if you're like me, you might find uh, you know, certain use cases for those for those skills. Right. So I, I think it's just about, you know, taking your skill set and, and applying it for for that greater good. Cool. You know? And let us know how we can help. We can, um, we, you know, obviously we have access to the database, so we can do whatever type of search results you want to give you the data that you're looking for to help. Yeah, I um, appreciate that. And that's what's cool about the app is we like to work with countries, we like to work with cities, we like to work with dive organizations, nonprofits. So we can actually give you the data that you need, and we could actually API it right out to your website if you wanted to. So as the data is coming in on the app, your website's getting updated. So we're here to help. Awesome. Um, and Appreciate that. Hoping to, we can all find solutions. So yeah. Uh, yeah well, thank I know you. you got a plane to catch, and I, <laughs> you know, it's a Bonaire, and that's a that's a great plane to catch. So <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Very I don't excited. want to keep you uh, any longer than than I have to. Um, so thank you for everything you're doing, um, and I look forward to working with you in the future. Likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me on the podcast here today. Yeah, my pleasure. And thanks for the uh, the coffee invite. That was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unexpected yeah. Our, uh, surprise. A cold brew. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, we're out of here. All right. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye.